Welcome back, guys. It's the Brothers Geek Out podcast. It's our passion episode. This is to inspire the listeners that are coming in. And I have got an amazing guest on today. I've got cosplayer, Pajama Boy Wonder Chester. How's it going, dude? You all right? That's good. Yeah, not too bad. Thanks, Stuart. Yes, good, 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 man. Uh, thanks again for jumping on the podcast. Uh, we kind of appreciate it. Yeah, no. So usually my brother joins in on the podcast as well, but due to him living in Singapore, the timing is a bit all over the place and for us to keep the show consistent uh i've been hosting the shows myself usually he's the one who asks all the questions because i'm low range going ranger on home. yeah he he usually he actually started this segment of the podcast off where he uh got different guests on the show and just to talk about their inspirations and motivations and kind of give tips and advices to anybody in the creative field I mean, his background was martial arts, so he had a lot of health and fitness and martial artists that came on. And I was like, how do I kind of put a spin to that and just have the geeky stuff come on and, and the stuff that I love when it comes to comic books and movies? So, uh, Chester, let the, the listeners know a little bit about yourself, man, where they can find you and what you do, because you got a whole range of talent there, dude. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, well, uh, yeah, my name's Chester. I go by his name, John Boy Wonder. Um, I won't go into the reason for that username, it's a little bit detailed now, um, but I am a cosplayer. I absolutely love crafting um, as a hobby. When I was a kid, I'd just like give me some cardboard and some tape and I'd be happy for hours. Yeah. Um, and I did product design engineering in high school and I just love making things uh, always. And uh, as a comic book fan, I think most kids grew up with superhero films, uh, whether that was the old Christopher Reeve films, the 90s Batman films, for me, it was the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man films primarily. Yeah. And I just never stopped loving those types of films. And then it just progressed more, starting to like comics, like specific characters that went on the big screen and learn about comic cons, cosplay. Um, my nan was a tailor, so she sort of taught me some skills in sewing and things. And I just learned skills along the way. Um, I've been lucky enough to build up quite a, a decent following um, on Instagram primarily. Um, which has given me some great opportunities to work with big brands, um, go to really cool events um, and make amazing friends in the community as well um, from all over the world that you have stuff in common with instead of just your geographical location and where your parents brought you up. Um, and I completely love the community. Um, for the most part, there's a bit of drama sometimes, but trying to keep, keep out of that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just love making cos cosplays. I uh, love the atmosphere and just nerdiness um and i've started to just build up other than just instagram now hmm. yeah i think that's no, a little no, breakdown of me you said uh, so how long have you been doing it for uh with the with that uh, i think my first con was 2014 um i mean i, I wore like a Woolworth spider-man costume back oh. in when i was like four um but i think that's a bit different but yeah my first con was 2014 um, I went as Damien Wayne Batman, so I got like a Dark Knight cowl and gauntlets. Uh, and my nan, who was she was a retired tailor, but she made the like jacket. It's more of a jacket, like has a bit of a skirt with it, really, instead of a cape. But she made that for me, type of thing. And that was my first con. Um, and then from there, I just carried on and did new things, learned how to make things myself, and go from there. The because I, I know it takes a massive process and timing when it comes to putting some of these outfits together. Yeah. Uh, because you're you're always adding extra 
to it because guys i'm going to put it in the link uh, in the link in the description the link in the description if that makes sense uh chester recently uh put together a winter soldier outfit and i was like oh my god that looks awesome i was going to swear there but maybe some youngsters on it so i'm not going to swear but uh yeah dude like the process when i watched it i was like holy how did you turn that into that like what you know because you said that was kind of like a spontaneous thing you did wasn't it like it yeah was- i um i've always loved the character of bucky um i just generally like sidekicks more i don't know why i just yeah. do um but i've never thought i'm actually going to make it um make that cosplay or anything but I, I looked at it and i was like I could make that arm out of foam. I could do this. I could get, I found like a cheap leather jacket on eBay, um, like 15 pound, um, secondhand. It was a little bit worn on the inside, but it was, it it worked great for this. Um, And I mean, I had a rucksack instead of just the actual straps, but it it worked from the front. You turn to the back, it's like Bucky's going to school. Um, (laughs) But um, but it it works quite well. And I just, I mean, I'd seen a few tutorials online um, of of ways to make arms and things like that. And it's, you just kind of just have to make a, a forearm and a bicep and shoulder kind of connected so you can have a bit of movement in the elbow um and i've made like a self-sized mannequin before yeah. um, which is pretty much just like cling film and duct tape and then you cut it off yourself and tape it back up and stuff it with newspaper and i thought well that could effectively work to make a template for an arm um in the same way i've, I've done before like patterning i'll kind of like put on a plain not very stretchy t-shirt and then kind of draw the lines on where I want things, take it off, cut it out, transfer it onto the fabric I want it. Mm-hmm. So it's just getting a template. Um, and yeah, just decided to make that. Um, the hand was, I, I winged it really with that. Um, if anyone's seen my tutorial, I mean, you have type of thing. It was the hand I tried kind of, I sketched out around my hand on paper and then was roughly the sizes I wanted and things, but I'm just putting it on and it just looking really uneven. Yeah. So in the end, I just used some, a heat gun and just pressed foam onto my hand and then drew around that and that works a bit better but it's just a, a lot of trial and error um there's a lot of youtube tutorials out there which can really help um but i like to look at a little bit of variation and kind of take bits from what i like the idea of and um and yeah a lot of trial and error yeah no i've uh i mean even like doing comic book art you're, you're always trying different tools and different things to to kind of work it out but because you're making physical uh physical products like yeah the the time and patience that goes into that and then when like how do you deal with because i know it's upsetting when when something goes wrong are you the type of person where you kind of just rectify that issue or do you start from scratch because i'm that guy who starts from scratch um if it's something i can rectify i will try and rectify it i mean the the arm was a little bit too tight on me in the end because i mean i transferred it from quite tight uh masking tape over the the cling film and then onto paper and then onto foam and I probably didn't add enough like a little bit extra because the foam's obviously thicker and things so I just kind of had to have like a little space on the inside here okay. I just kind of like filled in with just an extra panel um and I was like well and I mean the arm I've seen a lot of people have the arm where it's a bit more move maneuverability but I really wanted it to look a bit more smooth because usually you can kind of see like the space and the panel popping out and the shoulder as well is always a people often have a shoulder kind of coming out and I wanted to kind of like go in as much as I could. Um, so in the end, I just decided, well, I'm not going to be able to move this arm. So I just made it. The arm is just straight as it gets. Uh, <laughs> but I'm working on on a, a something else, a, a, an upgraded version cool. at the moment. Um, 
I didn't want to spend the money on, on urethane versions because that urethane is quite expensive and, mm. and stuff. But I've been looking at TPU, which is a type of plastic that you can print with. Um, so you can just 3D print it straight away and it's already flexible. Awesome. Um, so I'm looking at that moment. No, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, Chester, tell me uh, your first experience with comic books. Do you remember your first experience? And I remember a few things. I'm not really sure what my... Actually, I, can, I know what my first experience with a comic book is, actually. Yeah, it was... I must have been about six years old. And, you know, if you're, like, upstairs in a house and there's a fireplace below you, so there's, like, a little cutout in the wall yeah. of where... The, so I had kind of that in my room. And my dad knew I liked Spider-Man, um, the Tobey Maguire films back when I was six. Um, and he got a comic book for me. Um, I've, I've still got it, actually. And he kind of got... He borrowed a projector because he worked in a school at the time and he just borrowed their projector, sketched it out on some sketching paper, the Spider-Man, and put it on a projector, projected it onto the wall and then um, painted it on the wall for me, um, like a Spider-Man. I mean, I don't have a picture of it, sadly, just the original comic, but I loved that. Um, I think that's the first comic I can think of yeah. with that experience with. Um, other than that, I remember starting to read comics maybe bit more when I was about 10 years old yeah um and grabbing a few x-men ones superman 75th anniversary one mm -hmm. um but it, that was just more kind of like just grabbing comics like getting to know them but I remember the first one that I specifically wanted to kind of like I want to know more about this story was uh, a daredevil and tarantula comic um, okay. which I ordered online um yeah that's the first experiences really and then after that I'm mainly gone for graphic novels to get the whole kind of story yeah. in, although there is a really cool piece of artwork on a specific comic and cover and stuff, I'll, I'll get that. I'm, I'm the same, dude. Shiny covers all the way. I love my shiny covers. <laughs> uh, I was going to I've got enough wall space left. Yeah, you know what? Uh, after doing these posters, I think I'm happy with that because my, my, my wife wasn't happy for me to put all of my comic books up. Because I was like, I'd love just a wall of comic books, like my a favorite wallpaper wall, basically. <laughs> uh, but she goes, no, try something a bit more creative. So I, I designed uh, kind of like simplicity. Yeah, I saw the the pictures where you kind of like you, you got the pictures of them and worked out the size and put them up. Yeah. And like that was pretty cool. Yeah, it so out well. it worked out really well. I was gonna originally like I think originally I started to I was like I just wanted my favorite movies up on there. So I was like looking for posters online and I was just about to order them. She was like. What, like you create stuff like why don't you just design your own ones so I was like perfect and it gave me some time because I had to I had a little break of social media I needed that time off and I in that in the three weeks I was off I'd realized which I just had much more creative field and kind of just started off uh, the podcast again as well in between doing the designs here so I kind of shifted my 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 ideas and my thoughts to doing the podcast more because I just enjoy them much more and I get to interact with the community like yourself. And uh, it must be amazing just having that, that creative process when you like, when you have that idea. Of oh, I absolutely, I love that kind of feeling of just being excited about a project and, and working out how to make it. I just, I can never, it's really weird. I can never not relax. I, I can never relax. I mean, I'm always like, I'll finish like working type of thing. And then I'll still, I just can't like, I can sit down and like watch a film for like two hours and like well two three hours like fully relaxed then have a nice meal and that type of thing but other than that I can't just like I don't know how what people do how they spend their time in their evening is relaxing I'm like 
I just want to work on stuff. I just want to keep doing things in my hands. Totally, totally. We've come, I think we've come to a point in, I think generally like in the community that we, we work around. Uh, I love the buzz, man, because everybody is working and that kind of inspires me because you just buzz off everybody basically. Mm. Like, as you said, we've got to go to some great events because of the stuff we love, whether it's Comic-Con or movie premieres or, you know, screening invites, you're like, I, I don't think, I never thought I'd be able to do some of this stuff that I do now, back 10 years ago, you know? So it, it's an amazing, it's amazing to see, it. like we came to Instagram and see a community of people that love the same things you do. Uh, it, it really put things into perspective for me saying, you know what, I can actually really, do my artwork and you know there there are people out there that will give me constructive feedback and it helped me work better it made my evenings much more uh interesting that's the word yeah much more interesting uh i was gonna ask chester like what is who is your go-to favorite character the guy the oh my favorite character would be dick grayson nightwing so yeah he's, yeah, he's definitely my favorite character is there a reason for that I, uh, it's hard. I don't know. I, I, I know my, I think my, my dad liked the old 1966 kind of Batman films. And yeah. remember I was into Spider-Man and he mentioned those and I was like trying to be more like, you know, work for your dad's approval a little bit. So I, that's where, how I kind of started getting into Batman a little bit more thinking like, yeah. Oh, that'll be like a, a halfway point, both our fandoms. And like, even though it wasn't a fandom for him, he just liked them when he was a kid per se. Um, and then like we bond over it a little bit more, but then I actually started to like the comics and I just really liked Dick Grayson as a character, um, kind of the cheekiness to him, his kind of evolution from the kind of like being in spandex to uh, like, well, I mean, being in pixie shorts yeah. um, up to kind of being quite a, a loved character that like all the DC heroes can trust. Mm -hmm. um, he's got a bit of cheek to him. He, he acts as a bit of a ladies' man, and he is at times, but he also has a really great heart deep down and like cares about people. It depends on writers as well, though. That can be a little bit on the risque, but um, <laughs> and he just wanted to be his own independent self. Um, and I just love the aesthetic, especially of Nightwing. Um, and yeah, I started reading all the Nightwing comics, mainly Chuck Dixon's run, which is my favorite run of Nightwing and favorite comics. Um, and that's just stuck with me, really. Awesome. Awesome. Is there any other characters that kind of uh, kind of resonate with you? Um, I mean, I love all of the Robins um, for different yeah. reasons. I think everyone can kind of connect with connect something in their life of a, of a traumatic experience to to what's going on in comics, which is why people quite likely like like these characters because um, they see a little bit of themselves in them. Um, but I wouldn't say there's anything specific that I can see myself in said characters i mean and i can't really think off the top of my head at the moment that's, no. all right. that's all right that's all right so it was just really kind of like we like for me like personally there's a couple of characters that i i can relate to and i can see my, my struggles with and uh not people not many people in the comic like who are outside the box that are not into this kind of see my fandom and it's like they they, they still don't kind of get it and i'm like you you guys can relate to just a standard fiction book or anything else or non-fiction book and find the character that you kind of gel with uh these are the characters i gel with because each of the characters kind of represent 
what I love and, and, and what they stand for as well. I know, I know how like people watch, say, a uh, casual TV show like Suits yeah. and then start wearing specific types of ties or, or things like that. And it's, or say, wear their favourite football shirt, like football team. And it's like it's not that far of a leap to like cosplaying in a way or exactly. like that. It's just resonating with a specific and more interesting um, type of fandom, <laughs> I'd say. Um, but they, I think normal people, normies kind of thing, they really view it as a separate thing, even though it isn't that different per se. It's not far, um, off, not far off at all. I, I think it's on the same level on it as well. Uh, dude, so that, because you like characters that are kind of like, uh, they're quite strong and they're human, they've got no superpowers, their agility, they've got, you know, brute strength and raw will. Uh, if you did have superpowers, what would it be? Um, I've not really thought about it as much as most people probably do. Um, just, I know I don't really focus my time on things that may not come into fruition too much. I'll get my hopes up too much. Effectively, like maybe they'll get a superpower one day. Um, but I've always just default kind of thought I'd love to be able to fly. Yeah. Um, just because I, I love, I don't know, it just, it just seems really cool. Yeah. Um, I love being like, it's weird. I love being like underwater and that kind of floatingness, but I just imagine being able to fly to have just more talk to it, really, more horsepower of being able to move and kind of just floating. That's right. Um, I used to dream about it a lot when I was younger. I used to love like Peter Pan, Disney films and things. And I just love the idea of like, kind of like him flying and stuff. Um, and I think, it, yeah, it should be quite fun. It'd be quite practical as well, not have to deal with traffic. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely. Without a doubt. Without... Teleportation. One of mine is teleportation. Teleportation, actually. That'd probably be, if I did think about it a bit more, yeah, teleportation would be great because you could just go on holiday, like, instantly. Yeah. Uh, I love that idea. I love that. I completely love that idea. Uh, I was going to ask as well, like, like, when you started cosplaying, and this is for the listeners mainly because they, they sometimes ask this question when it comes to showing art or going to an event and stuff like that. How was it like for you to kind of overcome your fears of getting out there in the public? Like you finally made your product and then getting out there. Like, how do you um, do I think with? I didn't worry too much about it the first time. Um, I was a little bit skeptical because I stayed at a hotel about 40 minutes away from the Excel Center because my first yeah. comment was uh, MCM London. Yeah. Um, and it was a bit weird to like kind of be there. I mean, all of my friends were dressed as Payday, um, which is a video game at the time, I think. And so they, they were just in suits and they could just take their masks off. And I'm there as Batman and it's like, we're there on the tube and everyone's kind of looking. But I think the mask kind of helped with a bit of confidence because it, it people couldn't tell it was you, um, yeah. which was kind of a cool thing. Um, but I'd, I'd seen online for a few years what Comic-Con was and I, I knew once I got there, there'd be all these people in costumes and it would be fine um so that really helps but i mean over time there, there there can be and you have to kind of kind of limit yourself but with social media a lot there is this kind of comparison to other people or worried that people might look down on a cosplay or constructive criticism yeah constructive criticism is one thing yeah. but then some people just make negative comments just for the sake of it because they're hiding behind a screen yeah. so you can get a little bit caught up in that I, I don't blame you because that that I think that part of uh, social media is probably the hardest part and and the worst part of it. And uh, and what I like to tell the listeners is don't respond and just keep moving forward. And these yeah, you don't have to feed the conversation anymore. 
you just delete it. You, you have the power to delete it. So yes, you saw it for that split second, but delete it. But that's that, that I think like, like what Chester was saying is like he's gone and done it. And like with cosplaying as well, you have that sense of cover as well, but you're going to a place where everybody else is gonna, you're gonna be in a safe environment. That's that's the main thing. But social media, I, I know we have our thoughts about it. It's, uh, I mean, whilst we're kind of touching on it, I, I mentioned earlier, I would have mentioned where my username came from, but it's kind of relevant at the moment. I mean, so where, when I started cosplaying, my non-cosplay friends would kind of take the mick out of me, like my old username, like, oh, here comes, my old username was Batman's Meat Shield Robin, just from a meme. Yeah. Like, oh, here comes Batman's Meat Shield Robin, like, joke yeah. along like that type of thing and and that, I, I understood that was a joke of course um because it was my friends um but a lot of other people they kind of looked down on it and would take the mick and things um but I was reading a Nightwing comic around this time when I was feeling a little bit low being kind of picked on a little bit by outsiders of cosplay for cosplaying um and there was this a couple of panels in a, in a Nightwing comic where um, the police are after Nightwing's just moved to Bloodhaven. So they're not really in Bloodhaven. They haven't really got many superheroes or dealt with anything like that before. Um, and they refer to him as a pajama boy do-gooder. Um, and in Daredevil series two, I think Punisher refers to Daredevil as um, like, what, what do you do? Something like, uh, what do you do during the day when you're not wearing the pajamas? Um, or a guy in a red, in some red long johns and, and things like that. Just referring to like the classic before onesies were a thing, like the, the old onesies back in the 40s and things, quite a, an old timey type of thing, but referring to the pajamas being a one piece as their superhero suit. Yeah. Um, and I just kind of thought, you know, I'm going to take that and kind of embrace where they're being taken the mick out of being called a pajama or something. I just take that um, and I didn't want to be, uh, call myself a pajama boy do-gooder like the Nightwing comic. Um, so I just went with John Boy Wonder um, for Robin Boy Wonder as well, and that's kind of where. So it's just kind of a, if people did take the mech out of me, um, like oh look, there's John Boy Wonder, like he cosplayed, like that's his username or whatever. It's I'm already kind of embracing it with having that as my username. That's right. That's right, guys. Listen to that. Overcoming that sort of negative vibe is like the best thing ever. Um, the way you've done that now is uh it's inspiring dude very inspiring because i i know how hard it is sometimes when 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 social media can backlash like the way they can basically and then outside people as well so uh it, it's nice to hear that you overcame that and kind of embraced it and it, it doesn't it doesn't bother you it doesn't bother you i hope no more no no it doesn't bother me at all um no i, I do my best to there, there are times where it can be a little bit jarring but it's not i'm not jarred with uh with people when they make a negative comment i i try to keep myself open-minded and think i've like they're really sad in their life and this is what they're doing as an, as an outlet for it or i can understand where they're coming from possibly um i might not agree with the way they delivered it but everyone has their own kind of path that leads them up to the way their brain works and things um the only time i'll get a little bit annoyed maybe with uh maybe something i'm proud of and then just algorithms don't let it be shown um as much as you'd like it to be and you kind of it's you don't want you don't want to be kind of um narcissistic and want to have likes and things but if you're if you're trying to build a business per se or build up a platform you kind of rely on the algorithm kind of helping you getting your content out there 
I've I've had I've been because I work in marketing, dude, and like the algorithms and social media at the moment has changed dramatically. And like watching your tips video yesterday, so guys, make sure you check it out. That, there'll be a link in the description for that as well. Uh, but the tips you gave yesterday as well. But just in general, I think uh, it changes because it, it's weird because I could put a piece of uh, amazing artwork that took me twenty four hours to do. So proud of it. And then, you know, you're not getting the attention you think you're going to get because you're right, the algorithm, it, it just pushes it away. Uh, but then I could put something where there's really nothing, like uh, maybe an image of my books and that goes viral and you're like, what am I doing wrong? It's, it's the same thing in cosplay. It can be like you could spend, you could get a really nice like photographer who's done like a really professional shot, you get on a rooftop and danger your life by doing it. Yeah. He, he does a really great shot and you post that and you get seen by, you get maybe 200 likes. Then you could just post a selfie in your room in the cosplay and get a thousand likes and it's like why <laughs> why is that in the way i'm so proud of this like that could be from the film like like that well, you can see, cause, like some of the images you've got you, you've done like the daredevil ones i absolutely love them and uh i'm gonna ask you one day i'm gonna sketch one of them if you're all right with that yeah of course of course yeah, man. welcome awesome. that'd be great to great to see awesome uh i'll, I'll do that but Again, when it comes to taking photo shoots as well and wearing the gear and making sure the lighting is perfect. I mean, how, I mean, the process of that, what's that like? Is that, is that half a day's work? Um, it's, it, well, it depends on the photographer, really. Some photographers just like natural light. Some have a massive light setup, gels in the, in the lighting. Like most of my Daredevil ones are by Carlos Adama. Um, and he loves to play with gels and have quite sharp, harsh lighting. Um, which I think really works with Daredevil, especially with the kind of red and things. And then our photographers will just use the natural daylight. Um, and you kind of get used to over time knowing which photographers work you like, which you, you don't, um, and you may not want to work with again. And then others who you know what you can achieve with them. And you kind of give them like a mood board beforehand. This is the kind of stuff I want to get. This is the cosplay I'm wearing. And they mostly kind of plan it out for you. So they deal with all the lighting and things. Um, you just kind of have to turn up and kind of know what poses you're doing. Um, it's great to have a good photographer who also guides you and says, okay, move your arm out a little bit to the left or twist a little bit um, or like puff your chest out a bit more, things like that to kind of make it pop more. Yeah, that's right. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, I was going to say, dude, did you have any pieces that you could show the people by any chance around you? Um, well, I brought this. So I've got behind me is some things on display, which I'll grab. So I've got... So this is my original 3D printed Titans Nightwing armor. Um, so I got it. I mean, I've only got three pieces on display there, but I have the whole piece um, in a box. Um, but I got, yeah, got it 3D printed, painted it myself, and then over time, for being able to move a bit more in it instead of it being like completely solid and you're like a statue, uh, I've got it cast in urethane instead. Um, so that's in a box safely away. But I just have that one on display. Um, and then my Daredevil cow. Um, which I absolutely love. Um, and I've added some new lenses into it, so a bit more. Even though the show doesn't have reflective lenses, I just think it looks quite cool. cool. Um, and then this is something I've been working on recently. Oh, actually, you can see a Loki helmet up there, which I'll be posting on Thursday. Um, so I've got a full tutorial and free template um, that people can download on how to make that um, ahead of the Loki series. Uh, and I just brought this muscle suit that I've made recently. So that is, 
made out of? Uh, so it's just, you kind of see like the base, there's a shirt inside that I drew on kind of the dimensions of where I wanted my muscles to kind of go. Um, and then got some thick, I don't know, half inch upholstery foam. Uh, glued that down with a lot of contact adhesive, um, kind of like pressed down the edges um, and then skinned it with uh, like much thinner foam, which I think really makes makes the effect because I've seen a lot of muscle suits where they just have the kind of muscles underneath, but it looks too bulky and poppy out, especially with like just lycra over the top. But I think this just kind of gives it a bit more realistic, kind of holds it down in the right place and a bit more, you have a bit of fat to it effectively, not even fat, just skin, just people have skin. Um, so that's uh, that's for an upcoming project. Awesome. At the moment, I'm just waiting for the base suit for. So because of like the range of cosplay outfits and, and products that you've got, what's storage like, dude? <sighs> got a loft space next door, lots of things in boxes. Uh, my Nightwing suit, which is my baby, yeah. is in a, I got like a solid like suitcase okay. uh, from TK Maxx. And I've kind of got like some upholstery foam that I've like cut the sizes into. So yeah. they kind of just fit in perfectly. Yeah. Um, a lot of others are just in boxes or in bags and in boxes. Um, I've only got this display area at the moment. Um, but I, in the future, would like to have a bit more on display, have suits on mannequins a bit more. Because I do have, like, you, have, you see the little mannequin down there. That's just a torso I've got out at the moment because it's handy for cosplays I'm working on. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, I'd like to have a bit more on display if I could. Oh, yeah, I, I don't blame you. Uh, I, I want everything on display, but I'm, I'm not... I'm not in the Awesome, just thinking. Well, I'll uh, I'll just show these because I'm really proud of these actually. So, these are like daredevil sticks, they have a practical wiring. <laughs> so, there's going to be a tutorial on YouTube on that as well. How I did that, but that'll be my brother somewhere down the line, but it'll all be on there. No, awesome. No, definitely. I'll, I'll, I'll get uh, my brother's a big daredevil fan, so I remember when he first cosplayed. He did uh, season one Daredevil, which is probably mm. the thing to cosplay because it was just a regular. Oh yeah, as soon as it was released, all the cosplayers are like, "Oh yeah, I can get a, <laughs> a uh, like a, a, a gym. Uh, what are they called? The, uh, the uh, yeah, yeah Under Armour type thing. I can get some Under Armour things, tactical trousers, a bit of cotton, and some some hand wraps. Like, boom, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. So he loved that, but he 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 genuinely loves it. He's got he like he collects all the figures and the rest of it and. Uh, He's a he's a big fan of uh, Charlie Cox as well, so he was like, he's hoping. Yeah, really hoping Disney Plus will pick him up for Series Four, and if the rumours of him being in Spider Man Three are true and all that stuff, but yeah. have to wait and see. I know, man. That's the thing. I think Marvel would just kind of like surprise us, to be honest. I mean, you never know. You know, we, look, we're in a time where we got Justice League. That night is Justice League, so yeah, it was. They listened to the fans, and oh, it was just amazing. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I mean, you never know. Marvel, Marvel kind of know what they're doing a bit more with stuff. So they know that fans want Charlie Cox's Daredevil back. So surely they'd just continue it. And I mean, those shows were a lot of people say they're not based in the MCU, but they refer to like the um, the Battle of New York a fair few times. They refer to um, the flag waver and his green friend, and right. like they they do things like that. And the raft as well was mentioned there. So it's like they base themselves in the MCU, even if Marvel didn't officially say they could be. So just transfer them over officially now. Like. Exactly. No, I, I agree with you totally. I mean, uh, Daredevil is probably 
one of my favorite TV shows. And even like with season, like season two with The Punisher, I absolutely love. But even with Bull- I think I've seen Daredevil more than I've seen Titans. Like it's just an amazing show. Just the story, the cinematography, the one, the one sequence fight scenes. Um, and I just love the story going from like them, him as a, like a lawyer dealing with these things, as well as as a superhero. There's a lot of personal life things going on. They're like crossover. Grounded. It's grounded. It's a grounded show, man. Yeah, it's really grounded. It's great. It's an amazing show. And human problems. Well, yeah, he's, I mean, he's, yeah, he's, you know, they, I, I like that aspect of having that story in there because it, it, it keeps it human. You know, their life is not hunky-dory. They're going through issues. They've got debts. They're trying to work as well at the same time. Yet, lack of sleep. So, you know, it, it, it grounds the characters massively. What did you think of Zack Snyder's Justice League, dude? I absolutely loved it. Um, the first hour was a little bit slow. Um, so I can understand why a lot of people didn't watch it all the way through. But as soon as you get past that, what I loved as well was the Superman in Joss Whedon's Justice League was like just mentioned straight away. In this one, you, you didn't even think about Superman being in the film or anything. It was just a build up of getting to know the character, the, the story that's happening with Bruce and Diana. Yeah. like what's going on build up to what's happening and then getting to know cyborg and the flash like really getting to know those characters i'm pretty i, I hope someone does it I, I don't think i'd be bothered enough to do it but i'm pretty sure you'd see the cyborg and flash more by the two hour mark when they meet up as a team than you would have seen black widow in iron man 2 before she's in avengers so yeah. people can't say that the dceu's rushed when and they, they put all the characters in then when they should have had solos before when yeah Black Widow and Hawkeye were in Aven- um, Iron Man 2 and then Thor and then they were in and then they were in Avengers together so it's like these characters have already been established by the time they meet up as a team like I, I'd say so anyway and just the story was amazing I'm so glad that they he managed to get Darkseid in there um, and do the the full story and just the teaser at the end is is the reason why I'm doing this. Um, with the Joker mentioning like Robin, um, I've decided to make this into a Dawn of Justice Robin uh, suit, effectively. The one that's kind of on display with ha 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 and all that type of stuff on. Oh, I just absolutely that- love the film. And I, I'd love to see it continue if, if it can. Um, I was I was I had so much hope for when when uh, when they announced that Snow Cup was gonna happen. And then after that was going to be in the Flash movie, I was like, wow, Warner Brothers are like actually listening to fans. They're going to have a connected universe. They're going to do all these things. And then they didn't do any marketing for the Snyder Cut. They, they, they've said that they're not going to continue it, even though they said it didn't exist before. And it did. They've said um, they're kind of moving forward with uh, the Flash films a little bit different. Um, I'm glad they've got a lot of other characters in it as well as they are kind of expanding their universe but um, with yeah saying there's no not going to be any further Snyder universe effectively Ben Affleck's supposedly only going to be in the flash and then he's stepping down completely and the news of uh, race bent Superman and things at the moment which I don't even my, my my black friends don't even want this type of thing it's like it's not good representation in this aspect there's plenty of other characters that do John Stewart that you cut from Jack Zack Snyder's Justice League do Cyborg that you ruined with Ray Fisher like these are the characters we want um but just the way they've acted it's hard to hope for that 
bigger universe that we all kind of want. But I'm so glad we got that film of four hours of amazing storytelling. Definitely, same here, man. Without a doubt, uh, I had great fun with it. Guys, you've got an exclusive there as well. So even though this comes out probably in about a week and a bit, you... Yeah, I mean, this is still, this isn't, I'm waiting for the subtitle to arrive, what bits to do. I mean, you can kind of see the belt and gauntlets are behind me, uh, kind of down there. And then Loki as well, yeah, that's not going up until Thursday and it's Tuesday now, so... We've got... It, it, yeah, early sneak peeks here, but in a week and a bit, but early sneak peek for that, so... <laughs> uh, no, I totally agree with you, man. I mean, man, it's so hard to say some of the things I want to say. And I do hear my thoughts about it as well, but like with, with the news that came out last week about Superman, I'm like, like, it's, it's hard not to know what to say because you don't want to be controversial online. Everyone has very different opinions on things. Yeah. Um, so I try to bite my tongue as best I can on things. And then if I do say anything, I try my best to word it correctly. Yeah. Um, Cause I mean, I've had people call me racist before for saying I wasn't, I didn't want, um, like I, I uh, so the, the news of it being a, a race bent Clark Kent yeah. is what I think most people don't want. And I, it, it's just copy and paste the same character, but literally just making him black when there's plenty of other original characters to, to go with. Um, but I personally, I, I aired my kind of voice before that I, I'm not that big of a fan to be there of a Valzod movie either, because I'd, and the reason behind that, which people didn't listen to, they just heard that and they're like, you're racist. And it's like, no, the reason why is I wouldn't want a kind of Earth 2 thing going on. Like, I wasn't a big fan of, in an aspect of, like, uh, Matt Reeves' Batman or the Joker solo film. Whilst I, whilst the Joker was a great film, I'm sure Matt Reeves' Batman will be. Yeah. I kind of just want them to establish, while they haven't established DCU, I want them to expand on that universe and that be the main core timeline and then go to kind of these side multiverse kind of Elseworld stories. Yeah. at the moment it's like yeah and, and Matt Reeves Batman I'm, I dislike on um, of the way it came about really as well with Ben Affleck's having to step down because of mental health reasons and the Joss Whedon rehab again all of that and then he's he stepped down from the director interviewed directors and then Matt Reeves is like interviewed to direct his Batman film and then said how about I do Batman Begins again and then yeah, no. like Affleck out and I love Affleck so much it's like no, I know, I know, and so, I'm a big fan of uh, Affleck's work. Uh, from day dot, you know, the guy's been a visual guy, and uh, you know, he's done some great movies that will be stuck with us for a, a long time. And like the town, which he directed, is still one of my favorite mm -hmm. films. And uh, I don't know, man, it's tough, man, you know, and you know, like for him to be go, like he suffered quite a lot in the process as well. Just, I don't know, man. You can't just give people a break, man. Bloody hell, let him just do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like HBO Max, come on. Give him a, give him like a, a mini series, like four episodes, an hour long each or, or something. Or just a big, his film, just give it to him. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. So keep campaigning, it worked for the Snyder Cut, it could work for other projects. Of course, of course, of course, definitely. Without a doubt, without a doubt. Uh, you currently watching any good TV shows at the moment? Um, I start, started um, Jupiter's yeah, Ascending. Jupiter. Yeah, I started that last night. Um, the first episode, I was like, eh. And then it got to the end and I was like, hmm. So I'm only two episodes in now. Um, but I've been watching that while I'm like there sewing at the moment. Um, things like that. Um, 
other than that, I haven't got anything specific that I've been watching. Um, I've been hearing by a lot of people I should watch Invincible yeah. um, because I know a lot of cosplayers who do Spider-Man, Daredevil and Nightwing also like Invincible. And I'm like, I cosplay those things. Maybe I'll like this too. It's, it's a great show, dude. Like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to throw you off. I mean, if you haven't read the comic books, then it's a great introduction to the characters as well. I've heard a lot of people say how it can get really dark really fast and it's, it, it's not what it seems like just from seeing a picture. It, it's quite an intense exactly. kind of show. So, yeah, we'll give it, what, what's it available on the stream? On Amazon Prime. Um, cool. Yeah, we'll have to give that a watch sometime. There are other places to watch these films. <laughs> there are other places. But yeah, there is, it's a great show. I think Robert Kirkman is amazing when it comes to his writing and his artwork as well. Uh, his journey, seeing his journey come to like Walking Dead and seeing Invincible, you're like, oh my God, like he's he's come quite far in that world uh, of comics. But uh, dude, uh, I think that is it, you know, I think, uh, I don't think there's anything else I can think of. If there was any other questions I had on here, but I can't thank you enough, dude, for coming on, man, and and, and sharing. No, thanks for having me, I really appreciate it. Awesome. A, uh, uh, motivation for people to kind of like get into cosplay motivation just yeah. do what you want to do um while there's a lot of i love accuracy in my own cosplays and i like to try and achieve as accurate as i can in the cosplay itself and in photographs so it looks like you'd be scrolling through your feed and it'd be like you think that's a poster for the show or a snippet from the show or film um, or jump straight off the comic book page type of thing but that's because that's how I like to do it. But I also love to see people's own mashups um, of different cosplays. Um, sometimes if it's a really, really random different universe, it's like, okay, well, as long as you're having fun. Um, but it's what you're doing to enjoy, enjoy cosplay for you. Um, and don't let others get you down um, about that. If people don't like it, that's down to them. They came to your page and saw that. They, they don't have to look at you. They don't have to, you're walking around a con and they don't like it. Well, they can go walk somewhere else. Just do what you're doing. Be around the people that love it with you, your friends, the people who are supporting you. Compare a hundred positive comments to one negative comment. That's that's nothing. Um, and just yeah, do it for you uh, and what you like, what you enjoy. Whether you buy it, whether you make it, if you enjoy making it, whether you enjoy just wearing it, just do whatever it is that makes you happy in doing so. Awesome, awesome, uh, dude. Where can we find all of your stuff because I'm going to put them in. Um, so my main social media that I post on daily with stories is Instagram. Um, I try to post on there once a week, sometimes three times a week on, on the posts side. Um, but due to it being the algorithm of, of things, um, I've expanded to other platforms a bit more. So I'm on TikTok. I'm also the same username, Pajama Boy Wonder, and YouTube, um, which I am investing much more time at the moment on cosplay tutorials um information like how to get past shadow bands um cosplay drama is a video coming up soon as well um and yeah mainly cosplay tutorials and things um also pajama boy wonder um and that's the main platforms that i'm on tiktok instagram and youtube with pajama boy wonder as well as my website pajamaboywonder.com uh, where you can find all the supplies of things that i use to make things as well as tutorials templates um blog posts which are generally related to a YouTube video that are up, there might be a bit more information that can help. Um, yeah. yeah, just those are the main ones I can think of now. Oh, that's great, bro. Uh, guys, make sure you go show your support, show some love. 
get some feedback, drop him a message, find out more about cosplay as well. Uh, yeah, I'm always welcome for any questions, any any questions people have. Constructive criticism as well, just be gentle when you do it. Um, but I'd love to hear on ways I can improve something or that you'd like to see. No, of course, definitely. Guys, make sure you guys get in contact. And uh, uh, massive, massive, massive thank you, dude. Guys, remember, we're on all streaming platforms now. You can hear us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, SoundCloud. There is more, but I keep forgetting them. I'm not even going to say all the names no more. Uh, but if you want to see our pretty faces, then go check out the YouTube video. For this one, you must check it out. Tessa shares some of his cosplay. Yeah, I'm bringing out visual things. Yeah, bringing out visual things. So when you're listening to that, you're like, well, what is it? So make sure you guys check out the, the actual YouTube video itself. Uh, I'm going to actually do a little clip at the beginning of this video to say, make sure you check it out on YouTube because there are visual things in here as well. Uh, but no, massive, massive, massive thank you, guys. As, as always, thank you for the support that we've recently started the channel on Instagram as well, guys. So make sure you follow the Brothers Geek Out podcast on Instagram. And dude, I hope one day I can get you back on the show again. It'd be great to geek out again, man. Yeah, yeah, I'll be happy to. Yeah, pick a topic or a movie or a, or a TV show or a comic book, and we can we we can talk on that. We can geek out on that. I'd love that, man. Definitely, man. That sounds great.